Hi, welcome to Hashtag. We're your hosts, Christina, Veronica, and Mickey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. Today's episode is going to be about one of the significant chapters of adulthood known as moving out. So to start us off, why don't we kind of go over kind of our stories, like how did it happen, how old were you, things like that. I say we start with uh, Veronica. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I lived with my parents until I was actually until until I was married because you weren't allowed to basically move out until you were married. Not necessarily. It was more a matter of there's, you should you sh- yeah pretty much like you should wait until you're married to move out so I didn't move out until I got married to my husband Stephen, and that was when I was 21 and I honestly feel like the marriage was rushed only because I honestly had the thing had the thought of I need to get out of this house because everything was like constant lectures every right. single night you came home and it was like a matter of oh, is this the right... They were kind of questioning my thoughts like, oh, is this the right person? Is this the right decision in your life? And they were kind of questioning me. So I do feel that the marriage was rushed, but I honestly wouldn't have changed it because I was wanting to get out of that household because I couldn't stand it anymore. They were making me second guess myself and I don't really like doing that. So once me and my husband moved out, um, my uh, my parents obviously paid for the wedding, so I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. But it was like, once you get to that chapter where you do move out, like the wedding night, the distance between me and them, it was like immense. Like, I don't want to say this, but I was considered their favorite child up right. until then. And then after that, it was like a matter of they didn't want to see me anymore. I mean, they invited me over like to parties not I don't want to say parties but like family get-togethers but not like oh like let's come see you this week or let's come see that it's not like a once a week it was a matter of hey we're having a barbecue this weekend of this month can you make it so like the distance between me and my parents grew immensely and it was also because of church because um, we, I was, we obviously grew up going to church every single, every single week on the Sunday. And my husband did that until we got married. And then if we took like a Sunday off because we didn't want to drive the 45 minutes to church, it was a matter of, they would judge me. They would be like, oh, you, you played, you basically played us. You manipulated us. You wanted us just to pay for your wedding. And then kind of just brush us under the rug. And that's not how it is. That's not how it was. I never how. I can't talk that never how it was it was just a matter of we didn't want to drive that far and maybe if you asked like hey why didn't you make it to church maybe I would have said yeah we didn't want to drive and then you ought to they honestly could have offered like hey we're like we're driving right past we can stop by and pick you up but it was just a matter of they would rather judge you behind your back and talk about you behind your back than actually ask like the questions of oh why didn't you do this why didn't you do that so I kind of feel like I grew up as an adult, but they kind of just stayed where they are. They're kind of acting childish. And that is even how it is now. Like even after we've had um, our child, like that's their first grandson. And it's a matter of 
they don't even have that connection. Like they'll see him once Not every a desire. Exactly. They'll see him like once every two weeks three weeks if that and it's like not a desire of like hey can you come over this week we want to see the baby it's just yeah. a matter of everything just changes and it was shocking because I don't want to I mean I don't know if it was just me or but my older sister our older sister um she kind of developed a stronger connection after she moved out which was appalling to me right and you moved out before her i did so then yeah they i got had to pick a new favorite child exactly so i got married before her and then we moved out before her but then i guess that yeah picking the new favorite child was just a matter of like they wanted to keep that going but i just don't understand the distance and how they're not want how they don't want that anymore right and do I, you think at the beginning you expected you had an expectation in your mind that they would reach out more and absolutely. that they would do spontaneous yeah. invites. Yeah, absolutely. And even if it was just like, hey, I'm going out to lunch with so-and-so. Do you want to come? Like, I totally would have understood that and I totally would have wanted to go because at that time I did have that connection with them. I was like, I don't want to say longing for that relationship. But you still like miss them. Like you exactly. freshly moved out. You had them in your life every single day and then you went from not having them in your life exactly so even if mom and dad were going to breakfast if you invite me i'll probably go yeah absolutely right. there was just a matter of like i w- i still wanted that connection because like you see i didn't have it every day granted yeah. i did work at the my previous job and mom was working there with me so i did get to see her but it was like not want like not seeing dad it was just a matter of i never got to see him and like you say if you go to breakfast invite me i'll go and right. i was just i don't know they don't understand it like they're just thinking oh i'm the worst person ever because i don't reach out it's like communication is a two-way street right. it goes both ways yeah so yeah. i don't know how long this will last but yeah that's about that's my huge change and yeah like you'd think as parents You'd be like, hmm, I miss my kid. Yeah. You know, like my my parents are pretty, I mean, at least my mom is pretty vocal on like, oh, I miss you. Like, I know she lives out of state, but even whenever she lived in state, she's like, we should go to lunch. You know, like yeah. as a parent, you think they would do that. And yeah, be like, absolutely. I miss my child. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I, when your mom comes into town, you're, you see her, we see her every day. She's in town. Yeah. You know, I honestly think it is because of the big family that we're a part of. It's like they have the next kid to move on to. You know, it's like they have the next kid to focus on. And so it's like, I just don't understand it. Like, it'll be interesting whenever everyone is grown up and out of the house. Absolutely. Who they reach out to and who they spend time with. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be who takes care of them. I feel like that's what, I mean, not all parents, because some parents are actually cool, but like, who's going to take care of them when they get older is who they're going to rely on. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder who that would be. Yeah. It's going to be the favorite daughter right now. Uh Uh-huh. And the favorite son that's always been the favorite son. I honestly feel like... Or the little, the little daughter. mm -hmm. I honestly feel like dependent, like dependent on their personalities, everyone's personalities, anyone were to actually take care of them, like if they needed medical help or anything, it would be me. Right. Only because I like taking care of people. Like that's how, that's my, that's what. Yeah, you have a background in that. Yeah, that was my job at the hospital. So I do really like doing that. But I feel like the other people are kind of more like, what's, what's. They don't have a, enough compassion. Exactly. They're more like, oh no, it's putting a damper on me. I can't do yeah, that. Selfish. So, yeah, yeah. But like don't... the favorite son, I do, I can see him doing it as well. Like me and him together. But like yeah. everyone else, I feel like they're selfish and want to like 
But no. it would it would take them to swallow their pride Absolutely. to reach out to you. Though. Absolutely, of well, course. And think about just processing this through my head. Think about like what you just said. We are all like calling them the favorite cha- the favorite daughter, the favorite son. Normal parents will say, "I love you all equally," and mm-hmm. I love this like that. But like our parents would pull us aside and say, "No, you are my favorite child." Yeah, absolutely. You, they're so blatant with their actions, though. For sure. You know, oh, for you don't sure. even have to say it. You can tell. Like, and then I just, feel like we've all gone through like those episodes. Like I was definitely the favorite daughter before. I know I'll go into my moving out story, but before I got kicked out, I definitely held the favorite daughter um, title. So they all go through picking different ones and they'll blatantly tell me. And then as kids, you just want to rub it in their faces. Absolutely. I'm, I'm mom's favorite child. I'm dad's favorite child. And then that's it's literally just, so crazy. It's, it's yeah. toxic. And it's a matter it of like if some of the kids gang up and say, oh, no, like if they talk to my parents, like you definitely think so and so is your favorite. Right. Um, they'll blatantly agree. They're like, yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. It's like even in, in front, front of, of all of your right. kids. That's just crazy different to me. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead with what? Go ahead and share your moving out story. My moving out story. Yeah, when did it start? At what age? Um, I was 21. And I kind of, I mean, not that I knew that I was going to move out on my own, but I was living with my mom. Yeah, I was going to say, go back to then. Like, when did you yeah, kind of... So, my parents are divorced. Um, I was in the middle of custody... Uh, custody agreement between my mom and dad mm-hmm. <clears throat> what age was this uh 11 okay was the beginning okay. i believe yeah i think around 11 11 or 12 um i saw mom tuesday nights thursday nights and every other weekend okay and then the rest of the time was with my dad um and then once i turned 18 and my dad was traveling a lot for work, so I kind of stayed with mom more just because I wanted to stay with her, and he was he was traveling a lot, so it just kind of worked out that way. And then she ended up finding a house that she really wanted to flip, and she wanted to live closer to, to her siblings. So they were kind of in the flipping process of this house for about two two or three years I guess that would bring me to 21 um and so we were living in an apartment it was just me my mom my stepdad and then the flipper was done so they I helped them move all the way across the country to go live in the house that they wanted to live in which was back in Ohio um and then I had to come to a choice of whether I want to live with my dad or if I just go ahead and find some roommates to move in with. Okay. Um, so I did end up choosing to move in with a couple of friends that I worked with at Nike. Um, wasn't a bad situation. Then the pandemic hit and then, you know, the whole world shut down. But yeah, nothing too crazy happened. This was at 21. 21 years old, yeah. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? That I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like when the pandemic happened, I mean, I know we kind of talked about it in like a previous episode, but that took a toll on your mental health. Well, yeah, because I, I was so naive to what even a pandemic was. (laughs) So I had no knowledge behind it, but I was just like, oh, okay. So they're telling us we have to stay inside. Mm -hmm. Everyone's getting sick. This is killing people. So I was like, I work from home. I'm not going to go anywhere, but 
my roommates were just gallivanting the world. Yeah. Coming and so going. they were coming and going, going to the gym, going out, you know. Yeah, so they didn't really give a care. Yeah, so they didn't care. And I was like, why am I sitting here doing all this work and feeling the loneliness of what the pandemic was? And they're out socializing. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. This is this is never going to end if people are doing what they're doing. And yeah, if they just I keep mean, continuing on with their lives. Yeah. So I was trying to do my best and seemed like they were not doing their part, in my personal opinion. That's just my opinion. But yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of drinking. Freshly moved out at a tw- as a 21-year-old, I was drunk all the time. Oh, for along sure. Along with into the pandemic. So, so did, did you moving out change your relationship with, let's just say, your mom or your dad? No, I think, I mean, my relationship with my dad is always not, I wouldn't say rocky, but I've always felt like more under the spotlight with my dad just because I've always kind of felt like a disappointment. Um, But I think as I've gotten to be more of an adult, not a young adult, kind of like a more established adult, it's gotten a lot better. Um, I mean, my mom's always been my best friend since I was real, real young. Mm-hmm. So that that hasn't really changed other than that we have a lot of distance between us now as far as actual Physical. mileage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so nothing, nothing too big with the relationships there. So you were officially, like, moved out in 2019? 2019, yeah. 2019, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you obviously lived in that apartment for... Three years. Three years, yeah. Because yeah. I was I moved in after a year of you with the old roommates. 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then we moved out 2022. 2022. Two. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> um, so, obviously, kind of going off what Mickey said, I had a plan so it wasn't Mickey's old roommates, but we found some new roommates who were, you know, we were just, we were friends with them. So Mickey's old roommates were kind of done living there. They were ready to take um, yeah, the they next were step. On. Right. And so, you know, we had the conversation that we could all live together in the same apartment, just different roommates. Mm-hmm. So I was very on board with that. My parents, they weren't necessarily on board with it. Because, you know, like Veronica said, they always recommended that you get married first. But yeah. I didn't feel like I was anywhere near marriage. Like well, Mickey, and you were pretty much established in having a degree at that point. I was. So. Well, and I was almost there. So I got my degree in May of 2020. So I was going to be starting my teaching career in July of 2020. Right. And that was the plan to move out mm-hmm. July of 2020. So I knew I was going to be able to support myself um but oh i forgot where i was going with that so you had a plan yeah so our plan was you know mickey me and our other two roommates were going to plan to live together and the and their lease ended in july of 2020 so that's when we were going to sign um and Mickey and I were, we obviously, we got together in February of 2020. Yeah. So I was still living at home and this is kind of like a little bit of background, I guess, to it, but my parents don't know about our relationship. They're just not, um, they're not open to that idea. They um, find it as a disgust, kind yeah. of, disgrace, kind of, a little mix of both. Um, 
but our relationship has nothing to do with my being kicked out story. So in June of 2020, obviously Mickey said that her old roommates were just gallivanting around. So one of her old roommates, their friend had the possibility of being test of a uh, testing positive for COVID. Yeah. And at the time it was still scary. Like it was end of May, beginning of June and the world shut down in March. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was only a couple months in. Right. So, I mean, it was definitely scary. Mickey was freaking out. She was like wanting to go to urgent care to like test for everything. Yeah. And like our family wasn't, we're not big, big yeah. COVID. We didn't think anything of yeah, it. Yeah. They never thought. They don't believe in it. They never tested. They, well, ne- they just thought it was a they common didn't believe cold. in it, but we would have to be, we'd be locked in the house. Well, that's just out of control. I know, right. That's, yeah, that's there's a control kink there. So I was with Mickey at the time, and that's when my parents kind of lifted the lock-in phase. Yeah. Um, I was with Mickey at the time, and she told me, and we were at, at the uh, urgent care parking lot. She's calling her mom, freaking out, and I'm like, okay. And at this time, my grandma had cancer yeah and she, she wasn't was like she wasn't like near nearing like the getting really bad part but like almost she there. was vulnerable right yeah right so i call my parents and um my dad answers the phone and i tell them hey um mickey's roommate's friend might have covid so we're kind of stressed out over here um we're going to try to figure out, you know, if she tests positive, we're going to see if maybe Mickey and I can get pot, can get um, COVID tests. But I wanted to let you know, because I'm going to spend the night here. In and the background, that friend was also staying in the apartment. Yes, that ba- yeah, that friend was there. So it wasn't just a friend of a friend. She was at the apartment. She was staying in the house. Yes. And background two the spending the night was my parents never let us have sleepovers. Yeah. Only with cousins, only with cousins. And then until the age of 13, we weren't allowed to have them anymore. Yeah. Not even no friends. Even if you had like a friend birthday party with a summer party, you were just allowed to stay until 1130 and then you had to be home by midnight. Yeah. It wasn't like a sleepover. It was a stay late. over. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I call them and I let them know that. And I said, I'm just, I want to spend the night before so that we can find out, that we're in the clear. I don't want my grandma to like get sick or ho- possibly get it. And you know, my mom and dad are like, "You are not doing that. Yeah. You will be home at midnight." And the, and what age were you at this point? I was twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It was in twenty twenty. I was twenty one. Literally an adult. An adult. Yeah, yeah. I get an adult who can go out and buy a bottle of tequila mm-hmm. to keep under her bed. <laughs> um, and they said, "No, you're not doing that." And I guess I kind of like made the decision. I said. Yes, I am. Yeah. So I guess it was kind of like a rebel against them kind of thing, but at a purpose. It wasn't just for funsies. Yeah. So that we could just paint each other's nails or everything like that. I said, I don't want grandma to get sick. I don't want me to possibly have it and then bring it home. And then it was just a whole thing. Like people were still like COVID was still scary at this time. So then my dad says, okay. Your stuff will be packed and on the lawn tomorrow morning. Yeah. And my jaw dropped. Mickey's sitting in the car talking to her mom. I'm outside of the car just kind of sitting on the ground, bawling at this point. Mm-hmm. He said, send me your address and I'll and I'll drop it off. And my mom cuts in and she goes, no, no, we, no, she's not going to do that. She can come and get it. So it wasn't even like, no, don't, don't do that. Like, that's so dramatic. You can still come get it. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, just a matter of, we'll still kick you out. You're still, but you're, we are still kicking you out because 
you think COVID's real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there was nothing I could do about it. I said, oh, okay. And I, I guess I was still kind of given the the opportunity to go home that night, but like we were, we were scared and there is so much toxicity in that house. Like you say, when you moved out, when you got married, you were ready to be out of that house. Yeah. And you know, I had this whole plan to move out in July. So if you really think about it, the timeline was only a month earlier, but getting kicked out versus moving out. My, my parents are, are toxic in and of itself. So it wouldn't have felt much different. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I had to drive myself down there Saturday morning. All my stuff was out in the driveway, in the grass, just all packed up for me. So I guess that was kind of nice. I helped pack it up. Right? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I am just in such a vulnerable state. Yeah. I'm so vulnerable right now because my parents have controlled our lives this whole time. And now since they kicked me out, they don't have that control. So I go there and, you know, did you, you didn't come with us, right? It was just me and our old friend. I was, I was afraid that I was going to just add fuel to the fire. Like it was just going to, you would have said something. Because Mickey during COVID, obviously you you remember Mickey would come over to the house and hang out with us and do stuff like that. But it was one of my other friends. She was kind of packing stuff up into the car for me and I had to go in and talk to my dad and he said, okay, well, when do you start work? I said, I don't know, July. Okay, well, you already kicked off our health insurance. You need to give me your garage thing. You need to do this and this. You're not on any of our insurances anymore, so hopefully you don't get sick. Yeah. How toxic yeah, absolutely. is that? Just yeah. that that uh, sentence. And my little brother, this was so, so sad. Oh, my God. I forgot about this, actually. He brings out this little drawing uh-huh. our like youngest little brother yeah and hands it to our old friend it wasn't a drawing my little sister brings that thing out the woody he brought the out wood, who brought out the woody my younger sister oh okay no my younger brother brought out a little drawing to our friend and said give this to christina and then yeah my younger sister brings out this like you know my family knows that um toy story was my favorite disney movie at the time so she brings out this like remember that little squishy yeah. woody mm-hmm. that she would like leave on my bed brings that out to my old friend and says can you give this to christine yeah but you were right there weren't you no i was inside being lectured. Oh, okay that's so sad i know yeah and like prior to this i no, maybe it was that day i remember being upstairs and he was uh our dad was kicking me off the car insurance and uh-huh. saying you're gonna be driving around with no car insurance um, give me your card so I can make sure your car insurance is all paid for. I don't have any money. Yeah. It was COVID. Yeah. My previous job had fired me or I quit because they were only giving me one shift a week. Yeah. And I didn't start teaching till July. So I said, I don't have any money. Well, I guess you're driving around without any car insurance. Yeah. And that was the start of all the emotions. You know, it was and all because of the sleepover. And I know. Yeah. One literally. And be so COVID. Dumb. My parents don't know that Mickey and I are together, literally happily together. They solely decided to kick me out because I thought I might have COVID. Yeah. And it wasn't even like for a good reason. Like, like I got drove. a tattoo or and smoked, smoked drugs or yeah. like anything like that. Yeah. It was um, that, that that conversation could go on for hours oh absolutely there's especially, so much to it especially since like after a while after things calmed down they were f- 
fine with you. And then the fact that your other roommates were together and that you were living in that environment, I guess they thought that was just the worst thing ever. Yeah. I want to hear, I want to hear your perspective on. So that night that she called, did they come in and like, all right, well we're kicking her out. Like what did they say? Yeah. Because I remember being home that night I was in the room and they just walk into the room with boxes and say, okay, help me pack all her things in here. I'm like, what's happening and they they said oh she thinks she has covid and is spending the night and in the back of my mind i'm thinking okay like like (laughs) what the heck at first actually i take that back because when you live in that house the only thoughts running through your mind are mom and dad's thoughts so it's like you you can't really have you don't really have um a space to create your own thoughts so i'm thinking oh covid's not real but like obviously knowing that it is because i that i worked in a hospital at that time and so it's like I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, why, like, of course, like, why, why is she getting tested or whatever? I didn't think anything about the sleepover part because I'm like, well, she's 21 years old. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to put her in jail because she's having a sleepover with her friends. Um, But it was just, it was honestly shocking because the fact that they came to that consensus so quickly. Yeah. Like it was so flippant. Yeah. I know they were out with her aunt. Oh, absolutely. They were for sure out at somewhere. I don't even remember where absolutely. they were. Yeah, because That's they put on such a Mickey's. show. Because yeah. wasn't it, wasn't it when, wasn't it, weren't they all at dinner? It was a Friday night. Yeah. When I got kicked out. Yeah. And I went over Saturday morning to get my stuff. Yeah. But like, like you say, the COVID thing, it's obviously real. We've seen it. We've experienced it. I've had it in the past, but our parents were strong, like against that. Obviously you being a nurse, they would require you to get a COVID uh, vaccination. Yeah, and my parents would tell us no. Yeah, like, you get, are not doing that. Like get the religious exemption form or whatever. And it's right. like I they didn't they ended up not accepting mine, so I ended up mm. having to quit. Yeah, and it was like I didn't like doing that, yeah. but it was just a matter. But sometimes of, they just ha- they have a full say on what you do. Like before we moved out to this apartment, it was a f- great opportunity. Mickey didn't have to pack her stuff up to move to a new apartment. But when I brought the idea up of moving out with Mickey and our old roommates, they were like, why are you moving all the way out there? Yeah. Like that's going to be so far from work if you're going to be working at this school. Yeah. And I said, you're right. You're right. You're right. And so I go to them and say, you know, why don't we move a little bit closer? And then they'd fight with me. They're like, well, well, this way. And and then I would go home and tell mom and dad and they would say, well, here, we'll find you all these options. Like their yes. voices were always right. You Absolutely. Guys were, everybody else was always wrong. Yeah. It was just like they fed you something and then you were just like, you saw sw- a robot right back. Yeah. You spit it back out. Exactly. As like, I say. So robotic, like yeah. little minion. And, and I was just like, what the fuck? And it's <laughs> yeah. honestly shocking to see coming from us who moved out. It's honestly shocking to see the older, I guess the younger ones who are still living at home. Yeah how like you say robotic they are and manipulative they are it's like you say if they're out of the house they can say one thing but then as soon as they're back in that house they're agreeing with mom and dad being like oh absolutely you're totally right and it's just a matter of it's like oh my gosh you don't have any thoughts of your own you're just like you say you're manipulative you're being manipulated and it's just a matter of no one's stopping them like well and and if you think about it like our youngest sister I remember back when the election happened. Yeah. She was like, who did you vote for? Because like our, obviously our parents. Oh, in 2020. In yeah. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Like, who, who did you vote for? Why does it matter? And yeah. You're like you're eight. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> eight, like, you my, can't even my vote. parents would tell her, this is the right person to vote for. Yeah. And obviously everybody, everybody has their own votes and their own, we won't go into what we are or whatever. Yeah. But there's no judgment on that. But if you're going to be judgmental to other people and raise your eight-year-old daughter to say, this is the right president. Yeah. yeah. You're as eight. An, as an eight-year-old, you should not be worrying about politics it doesn't affect yeah, you yeah for sure she for not. sure especially yeah. yeah especially since she can't voice her own opinions Correct. on the matter yeah right the only yeah. opinion that mattered was mom and dad's i'll yeah. never forget you saying whenever you turned 18 and you got your ballot and they literally ripped it out of your hands and checked it for you and said sign here yeah you yep. remember that yeah, yeah. They're, i told they, her that she said who'd you vote for back in yeah 2018 it was 2016 and i said i didn't vote yeah and my parents filled it out and this this is yep and i signed it said but like yeah um I would sign it and then I would send it out. Yeah. So if you want to call the police, their address is. I'm just <laughs> you gotta let them know. Um, this is it. Yeah. Were you sad? I honestly was. Yeah. You because were? we've shared a room for so long, yeah. and it's a fact that just like that, it was like ripped from underneath me. It's yeah. like, well, what am I gonna do now? Well, I share a room with a little one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like so quickly. They're like, hey, you're moving into Back this room. In. I'm like, yep. she wasn't even gone for 24 hours, right. and you're already moving her in. Well, and like that's what our parents do. Like when our cousin got kicked out years prior. Like I got kicked out in 2020. The cousin that we're talking about got kicked out in like 2011. Yeah. When someone gets kicked out of the family, you need to disgust them. Yeah, absolutely. Or shun them as soon as it happens. Yeah. So that's what happened with our cousin. We were, we shunned her. If we saw her out, we would have to, nope, don't know you. Don't know you. Wildfire. Yeah. So all my siblings, my parents put into their heads, she's a disgrace. You need to shun her. And obviously, like, I still got to keep a little bit of a relationship with, like, my younger sister, but then my parents decided against that, which that can be talked about another day. Yeah. But our parents' approval is the number one important thing for us, and that is what I feel like changed the most when we moved out. For sure. I was still, obviously, being in a relationship with you, I still went to church every Sunday because I would get a little check. Yeah. okay, my parents don't bother me about it. Every week from june when i got kicked out to like september yeah well you said that's like 90 percent of the reason you still go too is just oh, so absolutely like peace of mind like they're gonna leave me the hell alone it's like it's like about like 73rd uh 50 50 i guess yeah because it's like i do want to go um because i personally like going i wish it wasn't as far away as it is um but also for that approval because like you say every time like i just like walking down the aisle to um get communion whatever you see her turning her head making sure you're there or whatever right. and so it's like then she like smiles it's like oh my gosh thank, <laughs> but it's just goodness, a matter of, i prayed for her to come yeah like i pray for them every single week i wish you would come i wish you would come it's like okay that's gonna make me not want to come because yeah. <laughs> not really but it's just a matter of i do like going i just wish it wasn't as far and like you say for for their for their approval and it's only their approval because although they do mimic the aunt, like yeah. the superior aunt, aunt of the right. family, it's just a matter of they're like, oh, at least they came or, you know, but, but they do, they do like, I don't want to say shun me, but they do talk about me behind my back. I've heard that plenty of times yeah, when I don't go. They'll tell the siblings to say certain things to you. And then it's like, wow, are, are you mom? Yeah. Dad? Yeah. Because they teach them to say those things to us. Yeah. And like they had... When I stopped going, they had you and our oh, other sister sure. 
texting me weekly for sure are you coming to church yeah. are you coming to um the i honestly think on i was the last resort yeah because it's like they they told our older sister then they told the younger sister yeah. and then they're like oh you're closest with her you're right. gonna be our last <laughs> resort why don't you text her yeah and it's a matter of it's like yeah i'll text her just to get you off my back but it's yeah. just a matter of it's her choice she gets to choose whether or not she wants to go but did they think that getting a text would change my mind oh i know that's yeah. what was so funny they're like oh they want me to go i'll absolutely go but i would wait i would say we were, we obviously, when we first moved into this apartment with our new roommates, we were like drinking a lot, like a lot. We would stay up. Like a I lot, would, a lot. Yeah. I would yeah. call out of work the next day, things yeah. like that. It was like a Saturday night and I was like, oh, I okay, I, I got to go to bed. I got to get up for church. And she would just, she didn't, I wasn't accepted. Like yeah. obviously they didn't know that, but like I felt inside of me, I could burn in here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, but I would tell her and she was like, Okay. She supported me through everything. Yeah, even for though sure. she didn't she may not have liked it. Yeah, she may not so have So then agreed. I'd wake up Sunday and she'd be like, Are you are, are you going? And I would sit there and question No, yes, no, yes. Get on my long maxi skirt. Yep. <laughs> take yep. myself to church. <laughs> and so I that was yeah, my biggest life change was like losing my family. I still had like they would invite me to um parties and stuff, but I know we can talk about that deeper a little bit later but mm -hmm. it just didn't feel the same yeah they pulled away from me as soon as as soon as they decided to kick me out yeah it was like i was barely their daughter anymore, yeah like a stepdaughter sure. or something for sure especially since like the aunt like once they heard that they kicked you out she all of that side of all of that side of the family they're like no we don't know you like they're gonna yep. shun you i guess yeah but then mom and dad they obviously kind of i don't want to say they felt bad but in the mind like i remember her vividly crying because she's like i don't really know what to do like i don't want her to move out i don't want her to be away it's just a matter of she still had that longing to keep that relationship with you so they wanted to keep it up i feel like that's why but they it was like only mom oh that for sure that. for sure did not have that but then if you think about it like dad was like in our family you ha when you marry into the family your original family doesn't matter yeah it is crazy it how is that crazy. works like if you so our mom married into the family so my mom's side of the family we never see her never see we've or probably seen there, two times in, the, in our life on our aunts and uncles on that side yep. and our cousins um so yeah, like you say, I know that mom was going through those those Is that because of the church? I don't know to be honest. But but my mom was raised Catholic. And how yeah, does that make yeah, any but sense? not the same Catholic. I don't think it's the church basically saying, Oh, you can't talk to anyone who's not Catholic. I just don't I honestly don't know. You know how I see it? I see it like we are the superior family. We always assign it's weird, but we assign someone as quote unquote god in our like there's still god yeah but, but then, then there's, there's a god the next like kin our yeah, grandpa, yeah, our grandpa was god whatever he wanted so basically when my mom came into the family my grandpa would tell my dad how much her family her family is so gross they're and, so trashy yeah yeah and my mom would go okay yeah okay, like they want yeah yeah look the approval aye, she aye. wanted the approval of him yes. and so she's like fine i won't talk to my mom or my sister or and my brother i won't talk the to them anymore family did they don't they don't talk to their original family my only thing is some of them are not bad like anytime they go to the baby showers i'm like yeah like you're, you're right. fine and it's just a matter of it's like 
why is it like you why marry into this family along? and the in-laws don't even matter like yes any of the holidays you would think oh i'm gonna see my like you're it's gonna so you see don't your have parents. to share i know but it's shocking because I like i could not imagine marrying like i married steven obviously i could not imagine basically saying i don't want to go see your dad i don't want to go see your mom like i couldn't imagine separating myself and him for like the holidays for the birthdays and everything like i would want to be go with him to go see his dad and then go see his mom and then he obviously has to make the sacrifice of coming over to our family's um like holiday mm-hmm. or whatever so it's a matter of it's like it's a give and a take and i just don't see how it's probably just like an ultimatum. It's like you just get rid of one. Yeah, pretty much. Like one cousin is like, "Oh, I'm not going to yours." And if it's a matter of it's like if this person is so like, "Please, please, please, like please keep please be with me or whatever." Yeah. It's just a matter of like, "Yeah, I'll drop my family or whatever." It's just so it's shocking. I guess now that I think of kind of like looking at it, I know they won't see it as the same, but like obviously I've lost my family. Like I don't have a lot of I don't see my a lot of my siblings. I don't see my parents. Yeah. It would be interesting to see if I could, like, talk to one of our aunts and uncles who married in and basically, you know, ask them, why did you drop your family to only be in this family? And they won't have the right answer. Like, oh, I miss them. I miss them. Yeah, for sure. They'll think, no, no, because they're not following the rules of the church. Yeah, they're brainwashed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because obviously our, our aunt or our cousin, I guess, on my mom's side she um like before marriage had kids and that was against our religion and so that was a disgrace to my family and so like we see my grandma on that side well i don't see her anymore but that's not my choice we would see her once a year yeah or twice a year and that was it sorry i cut you off what were you gonna say oh um the your guys's I guess you're older and you're a younger sister than one with the the new baby. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that she has controlled her husband to not spend time with his side of the family? I know he comes from like a weird upbringing, but he doesn't. Yeah, well, yes and no because he's she's basically saying, oh, I don't want to say white trash, but pretty much white trash. Mm. Um, she's basically saying, oh, he, they're not as successful or or something they're not as like his dad is not in the picture and so she's like i don't want our our daughter basically bringing like yeah being around them thinking oh where yeah where is grandpa or whatever you know Mm. it's just a matter of they don't she's she hasn't quite gotten there yet because they're not even they haven't even been married for a year yet and so I eventually I do think that he will not talk to his family, which is so sad. It honestly is. But I do think that eventually he'll just, just be. Yeah, it'll. Yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll just fade out and be out of the picture. And it's well. And if you think about it in our family, the picture perfect family is a husband and a wife, mm-hmm. the baby or multiple, I guess. And then they have above them a grandma, a grandpa, and then their aunts and uncles. Yeah. With Stephen's family, they probably didn't want you talking to them because they're not together. Yeah, and they even mentioned that like before I got married, like, oh, his parents are divorced. Are you sure you are you sure you wanna are you sure you wanna marry him? Because maybe he thinks that it's okay to get divorced because once you get married you can't get divorced and it's like I'm like 
Well, yeah, he's he's thinking, oh, I'm going to stay with her forever. That's what we all think when we first right, get but married. It's not even with a relationship. Yeah. When Mickey and I were like, quote unquote, friends and I introduced her as my friend, my my parents were like, I don't know if you should hang out with them. You know, her, yeah. her parents are divorced. Yeah, for sure. Explain how that makes sense. Exactly. Explain it. Exactly. It yeah. Like as a young adult. What what am I what am I gonna do? Like we were friends at the time. What does my parents being divorced have to do with what? Like are you gonna tell how me our to do things to go? divorce my parents? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah what? Yeah, it's, that was interesting. Gonna be like divorce is good. Yeah, and so I don't know if they think like, oh, if your parents are divorced, you're weird or whatever. But Which, it's just like with the couple relationship. I'm not saying that it makes sense because it definitely doesn't at all. But that's how they grew up so our parents are thinking oh that's how they grew they saw that they didn't see what real love was so mm-hmm. yeah but neither did you guys real- right yeah we did for it. sure 100 but yeah it was just a matter of that i just vividly remembered them asking me that like oh he thinks divorce is okay he like you say he doesn't know what real love is and it's just a matter of he saw what his parent he saw like he ex- basically experienced what it was like to get have divorced parents and he goes like i never want to do that i never want to well yeah that's that's the one thing that if something traumatic or something a big change happens in your life or you watch something growing up you either mimic it yeah or you do the opposite yeah absolutely so you learn one way or another and usually with divorce children of divorce are like that's not an option yeah yeah for sure for sure especially well depending on the age i want to say because like maybe not because you would your parents have divorced you don't think i guess i don't i don't want to say you don't think you're going to get divorced because you don't know for sure but it's just a matter of in the religion divorce is not an option right like you get married and you stay married like even if even you're if unhappy. you're yeah, even if you're unhappy, like you you make babies and you go to church and you're good, you're good, you're good as gold, and yeah. that's what they think. That's what's in their mind. So it's a matter of if we don't work out, we don't work out. But mm-hmm. like if hopefully this doesn't happen. But if like me and Stephen ever got a divorce, our parents would shun me absolutely. Yes. Like the whole that whole side of the family would shun me. Yeah, they would it think matter that you were un- unhappy. Yeah, or and it's like only that. happened once in the family that there's been a divorce and they've been let back into the family. Yeah. And it's only happened once. But that was because like the person they were married to said, "I don't believe in God. God's yeah. not real." Yeah, for and sure. Then that was why. For sure. And it's a matter of like there's there's a couple of mishaps where it's like they are caught cheating, mm-hmm. but they can't get divorced. Nope. So it's like. One sleeps on the couch, the other one sleeps in the bed. The kids are wondering, "Oh, why aren't you sleeping in the same room?" Right. It's just a matter of like, what do you want from them? Yeah. Like, you're you don't want them to get divorced because then you're gonna kick them out of the family, but you also don't want them coming around because they don't get along with each other. So it's like, what makes you happy? So in in the church, it's okay to have infidelity, but not divorce. Is that what you're saying? Yep. You can pretty you much can cheat on your wife as many much as many or times can, as you want. Or you can um, hit them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that's allowed. Like you're not allowed. Okay. So infidelity. Well, yeah. Infidelity is not allowed. Obviously. Like they don't want you to cheat on your wife. They want you to stay married. But they forever. would take that over a divorce. But um, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. As long as you cover it, cover it up good enough, uh, and absolutely. it looks perfect from the outside yeah. eye. Because they would honestly think they would honestly prefer you to stay with your cheating spouse than to get divorced. Because that's just they were married 
like they married you in the church so they're all like together That's like you're married yeah pretty much wow and i feel like with like people with divorced parents have just they haven't seen they haven't seen like a not necessarily a true love but they may have seen love in a different way yeah so i feel like they kind of like expect different things when they get into a relationship yeah okay well it looks like we're out of time for this episode so let's pick back up on like the topic of kind of like love languages how parents have shifted that or growing up how you've shifted into the things that you need in a relationship yeah that sounds like a good one awesome well we will see you guys next week thanks for tuning in thank you thank you bye Hi, thanks so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to be sure you don't miss the next episode, make sure you hit that follow button to add us to your library so you don't miss out. Also, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at hashtag pod one at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. We'll see you next week. Hashtag bye. bye.